Hey everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the best and worst of Walt Disney World. I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined at the table this week by Mr. Steve Porter. Hello. And our associate producer, Oliver Green, back Hello, in the production nook. Sorry to talk so, over you. So we are going to talk about the five worst things to do at Walt Disney World for the Christmas holidays. Last week, we talked about our five best things to do. A week before that, we talked about uh, six hidden gems, uh, six hidden Christmas gems at Walt Disney World for Christmas. Um, So we're going to talk about the things we don't like, things we think you should avoid. And some of these things are going to, um, I think there's going to be some disagreement uh, among our our viewers and listeners over some of these. So we'll start with the ones that I think everybody can get behind. And again, not in any particular order. But the first two of these I want to talk about are ones I think we can all agree on. Uh, first, any holiday dinner at Hollywood and Vine at Disney's Hollywood Studios. Because Hollywood and Vine sucks. It's just awful. It's just bad. It's always bad. It's never good. It's overpriced. It's got characters. And for that, they put out... They, they think that quantity of food <laughs> somehow trumps quality. So I don't know. I would rather have a few things that are really good than a lot of things that suck. And this is a restaurant that should be called We Have a Lot of Things That Suck. <laughs> um, so I know some people will do the holiday dinners at Hollywood and Vine. For example, um, my, uh, my nephew and his wife are coming into town uh, in the beginning of January and his birthday falls, uh, you know, this is kind of a birthday trip for him. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were going to do Hollywood and Vine for his birthday dinner. And I'm in text message and I'm practically jumping up and down on the phone under no circumstances. <laughs> Will you go no, 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 to no, this no. restaurant? Do not, do not go to this restaurant. Um, and, and, you know, uh, we'll take that. We'll take that a step further. For this year, we'll see how things progress. But for this year, going to say anything at Disney's Hollywood Studios, avoid it for Christmas. Avoid it because there's yeah. nothing there. Well, and I will say just I was there the other day and with construction becoming more and more prevalent. I mean, Rock and Roller Coaster was down when I was there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, now it's like, what is there left to do in this park? And it's just people walking around. Like, what do I do? What do I, what am I supposed to do? So when the Christmas crowds are here, where's everyone going to go? I know. It's, it's just going to be. Now, this is a, this is a strong departure from years past because uh, obviously, arguably the best Christmas event at Walt Disney World took place annually at Hollywood Studios, and that was the Osborne Family Christmas Lights. I think that that's going to be really difficult for the people who come to Disney that aren't uh, Uber fans that may have not been up to date with everything, and they're going to show up and say, oh my gosh, yeah, the back lo- The back lots, uh, New York Street in that area that housed the Osborne Lights for all those years is closed. It's being demolished. So... Uh, last year was the last year for Osborne Lights. Nothing has come in to replace it uh, because everything's under construction. Now, understandably, because they're building Star Wars land, they're building Toy Story land, they're doing other stuff. So I get it. But right now, 
my recommendation to people, if you're looking for things to do for the holidays, for Christmas, avoid Hollywood Studios in general. And if you are in Hollywood Studios, don't bother planning a, 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 any meal, let alone a holiday meal. Uh, at Hollywood and Vine. So those are the first two things I've got I'm, on my list. Got to say, I'm impressed that you're even referring to it as Hollywood and Vine. I've ever since you uh, coined the Hollywood and Slime name, that's all I've ever been able to think of. <laughs> Hollywood and Slime, talk, yeah. <laughs> Let's stuff fall. I don't think about that stuff. It falls out of me, and then I kind of forget it. So short attention span theater here. Um, now, while over at Epcot. We mentioned last week one of our favorite things to do for the Christmas holidays at Disney World is the candlelight processional. Mm -hmm. But we added a caveat, the dinner package, because it guarantees you seating, making our list of the worst things to do for the holidays at Walt Disney World is the standby line for the candlelight processional. Because as we mentioned last week, you may stand in that line for hours and never get in, never get a seat to see the show. Because the people who do the dinner package are the first ones to get seated, and the standby line is only to fill in what's open. I, I mean, I didn't want to get into it on, on last week's show because of how much I had to say, but it's not a fun experience to have to wait out in that line. It's I mean, not a great experience. It's not an amazing, yeah. <laughs> not an amazing um, experience. But, it, I mean, it was worth it at the end of it because, you know, Patrick Harris was awesome. But waiting in that line with the sun and the rain and all of the Florida weather, it's not covered. You're not inside. You're basically just sitting on the sidewalk. There's not. There's like two benches if you're lucky, lucky enough throughout the line that you can kind of sit at depending on as the line moves. But so basically you're sitting on the sidewalk. So older people really can't do this unless they have a wheelchair or ACV. Uh, it's just horrible. Yeah, sorry, we both breathed at the same time. Then um, this is the reason I've never done it before. So in the last show, we discussed about how I, you know, I'm the only person sitting here today that hasn't had the uh, experience, and I've heard so many good things, and I want to do it. But the fact that I might wait in line for hours on end to not get a seat is is no. I'm sorry, I won't do it. I will not commit that much of my time for something that's going to have no outcome whatsoever. Maybe. Maybe I do it for Neil Patrick Harris. That's the only time I do it, though. I yeah, but that's what everybody else is there doing it, too. Um, yeah. So it's, you know, if you want to spend three or four hours standing in that line hoping to get a seat, go right ahead. But I think it's a crappy way to spend your holidays at Disney World. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly. I, yeah, I agree. I mean, not when you can have their options for a nice meal, but you're going to have to eat anyway. So just go ahead and spend the money. You're not paying more for the meal. Uh, because it's necessarily because it's candlelight processional you're just getting the yeah it's just the added bonus of having a nice seat and yeah it's well worth well it's a seat you know it's they're they're metal bleachers so it's (laughs) not exactly it's not exactly comfort seating but your point is well taken here's how you know it's bad all three of us live here and if we're not willing, you know, we, we often go into the parks to do one or two things and come away. If you're here on vacation, you have a limited amount of time to spend doing what you want to do. I can't imagine anyone that would want to invest four hours waiting in line. We're not willing to do it. And, you know, we well, obviously here, so. a lot of people will do it because you see how long that line gets. Mm-hmm. And that line can get long. Mm. That line sure. can get long. But I see your point. I do see your point in the fact of like, you know, you only have a week, maybe. Yeah. Um, so if you're dedicating, you know, four or five hours from one of your days to do this, 
you know, that's a big chunk of your vacation when it comes down to it. So the fact that there is long lines, like you said, is a credit to how well the event is, but that really is up to you if you can last for that many hours. And, you know, understand too that even for candlelight processional dinner package guests, I have seen the line for them, which they're guaranteed seating. I've seen that line go from the front of the American Gardens Pavilion back to Morocco. Mm. So that line's going to go go in and get seated before they ever touch the standby line. So that, for me, definitely one of the worst things to do at Walt Disney World for your holidays. Um, the next thing is, and this is, I think, where we're going to start, you know, I think we might get some people saying, oh, it's standby line's okay. Um, I think this one will, might be a little more controversial, but I think we all three of us agreed that uh, the Christmas parade taping that takes place. Now, I hate to ruin the magic for anybody. Uh, the Christmas parade that you see on television on Christmas Day is not done live. It is pre-recorded. It's recorded early in December. And they will let guests watch. Um, but once you're in there to watch, you can't leave. And it could be hours. Because what they do is if they don't get the shot that they want, they roll it back and they do it again. And they do it again. And they do it again. And now you guys were telling me that um, yeah, I believe- cast members and their families are... Uh, prioritized prioritized yep. Yep. for these things so this is something where it's you can go along um, I think the appeal for a lot of people is to see the live taping but also have the opportunity to potentially be on television the actual um, reality in that is it's probably not going to happen and that's because the the prime spots they actually uh, give to the cast members so and their families and their families yeah so they can get tickets uh, a certain amount of tickets to get their families into those areas so if that's your you know one of your reasons for uh, going along um, forget about it and if you're going along to get you know a good spot to watch uh, the stage shows or the parade if they're doing the parade that year they're not this year we're just doing having the stage shows but you're not going to get it either because these spots again are being took up by cast members and their families so it's Right. This year they're filming <laughs> it at they're filming the parade at Disneyland this year. That's correct, yes. And they're doing the stage shows here at Disney World. Yeah. So it's and again, if when you watch it live on TV, uh, sorry, not live, pre-recorded, recorded as live on TV, it looks great because they keep going back and forth from both coasts, but in reality, you know, there's literally half as much going on because all that stuff you watch that looks fun, it, it's taking a part in it's taking place sorry in two different, you know, two different states. So mm-hmm. You're only going to see half of what you think you're going to see if uh, if your expectations are that high to see the whole thing. So, And that brings us to number five on the list. And again, these were in no particular order. And this one, I think, this may be one that we're saying because we live here. And if we were living somewhere else and vacationing here and here on Christmas Day, uh, we might feel differently. So I'm going to put that caveat on this. But... Being in the Magic Kingdom on Christmas Day. And I know somewhere Kathy Whirling is screaming. um, (laughs) Because Kathy's in there every Christmas morning. It's what she does. But the crowds at the park are ridiculous on Christmas Day. It's a very, very crowded day. 
And I I don't know. It, I I mean, for crowds, it's right up there with the Fourth of July and New Year's uh, New Year's Eve. Uh, and the I, park routinely closes for capacity on those days. Yeah. On those days. And, and it closes early for capacity on those days. So if you're not there at like earlier than nine or ten, sometimes it's closed for capacity. So that means you're there and you're there all day. So you know if you want to leave, someone could you know they. I don't think you're allowed back in once you leave. Uh, it's not if capacity. it's not if it's been closed for capacity. capacity. So and the other thing that happens is people people you know know that. If you are a resort guest, if you're staying at a Disney resort, you are guaranteed entry to a park, regardless. However, you're not necessarily guaranteed entrance to the park you want to be in. So, let's say you're a Disney resort guest. You get to the Magic Kingdom on Christmas Day. It's closed for capacity. You're not getting in. They're going to tell you, oh, you can go over to Animal Kingdom. Or you can go to Hollywood Studios. And... (laughs) you're going to be like, okay, my Christmas now sucks yeah, because I'm going to spend it in construction land instead of Disney world. Right. And that, so it, 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 regardless of even being, you know, have not even having the chance to get in the park. Once, if you're lucky enough to get in, then you're dealing with, hour-long waits for everything, three-hour or four-hour lines for the big rides like Space Mountain and Seven Doors Mine Train. So if you're lucky enough to get in, then you just are dealing with a a park that's incredibly crowded and, you know, you're shoulder-to-shoulder with everyone. So that's you're not even really lucky if you get to get in. Well, and I I get it if you're here, you know, you got your kids and it's Christmas Day and you want to spend Christmas in the Magic Kingdom. I get that. I don't think... Those people are crazy at all. Um, I think that if that's what you're set, if your heart is set on doing that, then more than any other time of the year, I think, you really need to have a plan. You really need to have a well-thought-out strategy for how you're going to do that day. Otherwise, you're just going to find yourself crammed with people and going from extremely long line to extremely long line. Yeah, you definitely need to pack your patience because it's going to be an interesting day. I the only thing I will say as, as on a positive note is I have heard that the cast member guest interactions on Christmas Day is you know, I worked on July 4th when I was a cast member and it was a brutal day because it's packed the same way that it is on Christmas and it's hot. It's hot and people are shouting at you and it, you know, you know, mo- mo- on most days, guests are for the most part great, and there's a small percentage that are bad. On the Fourth of July, I noticed it was kind of almost the opposite, and that's no offense to the guests on that day, but I, I can understand it was an extremely hot, extremely crowded day. But I have heard uh, on Christmas Day that the guest uh, cast member interactions, because it's Christmas, that there's a little bit of a, a niceness to it, and that people kind of are a little bit nicer this Christmas with, spirit with the Christmas spirit but with that said you're still going to be facing those huge crowds and so yeah. I was just going to say it's one, it's one of those where people have got this preconceived idea in the head and it's just not going to play out like that it's not even going to be close to it like you need to if you're going to go into Magic Kingdom on Christmas Day if you make it into Magic Kingdom on Christmas Day 
drop any idea of what you think it's going to be like. Yeah, you're, it's you're not having be fun. You, right. You're having this lifetime movie yes. vision in your head no. of what your family Christmas is going to be like, and it's going to you know it, it's going to be less like um, it, it, it's going to be less like uh, let's say it's a wonderful life and more like Saving Private Ryan. <laughs> um, so um, <laughs> there, I leave you with that. That is my Christmas gift to you. Um, Magic Kingdom on Christmas Day is akin to Saving Private Ryan. Um, so <laughs> I just come up with this stuff. I don't know where it comes from. But that is our five worst things to do at Disney World for your Christmas vacation. And that will do it for this episode. We hope you enjoyed it. We'll see you again next week with another edition of the best and worst of Walt Disney World. Thanks for being with us, folks.